everybody, you beautiful baby men, to the first true edition of the Mike Arthur Memorial Podcast. Prepare to have your minds blown. Alright, so today's spotlight matchup. Spotlight. We're looking at Ron Reagan, Bank and Trust against Anu Start. Anus Tart Anus Tart? There's there's a lot of weight behind this one. Anus Tart is on fire. Like coming in hot, messing people up. 170 points in the first week. 200 points in week two. And he played the second highest scoring team, Trading Block, who had 106. Oh, shit. No, Team G. Wow, Team G put a beat down on me. But he played Mark, who had 167 points and got a loss. That's rough. On the other end of the spectrum, we got Ron Reagan, who lost in week one. And then week two, lost to Mike Z by less than one point. I know that probably doesn't feel great. It probably doesn't feel great. So right now, we have a come to Jesus moment for the Leicesters. They're sitting at 0-2. It's going up against the best team in the league right now, the 2-0 Anus Tart. And honestly, if this is a loss, things could get a little dicey. But let's take a look at the matchups. All right, we're going to start. QB, we got the Raj and Baker on Ron Reagan against Lamar and Carson Wentz. Can we talk about Carson Wentz real quick? Like, what the fuck? He's ranked four overall. Lamar, I mean, sure. Sure, Lamar, one overall. That's cool. But Wentz? Feels so wrong. But if he plays like this, Kylan's team, just give him the ship. Just give it to him. So quarterbacks, I got to give the edge to Kylan right now, even though he's starting Carson Wentz because Lamar has been so dominant. And on the other side, you got A-Rodge, who hasn't been so hot now that he doesn't really have wide receivers. And Baker, I don't know, man. I don't know. I remember that first year in the league, he was like on fire. Me and Kylan bet a shit ton on Saquon to win Rookie of the Year. I was like, don't worry, dude. It's a lock. Let's do it. Minus 400. Then Baker is like fucking winning games. I think he threw for the most touchdowns ever for a rookie quarterback that year. Somehow Saquon still won. But anyway, since then, Baker has been kind of shit. Uh, So I got to give the edge to Kylan here. Running backs, Um, it should be closer than it is right now, but on Leicester's team, we got Dalvin Cook. We have James Conner slotted to start right now, but then we also have Super Camario. Is it Camario? Camario? Mario? Alvin 
Kamara on the bench. I think if Alvin is playing, I foresee Leicester would swap him in for James Conner. But James Conner also dealing with a big old Q right next to his name. So we got to see what's going on there. On the other side, we have one of the best, Jonathan Taylor. And then we have Antonio Gibson, who, despite rumors of his demise, has been pretty good so far. So I got to give the edge to Kylan here again because Taylor has been good. Dalvin hasn't shown it yet, but I do think Dalvin has a big game this week. That second running back slot, a couple cues for Leicester. So given the slight edge to Kylan's team at the running back position. Wide receiver is, oh man, it's looking silly right now with Diggs and Tyreek. Are they like one and two? I bet you they're one and two. Diggs is one. Tyreek is four. Against Devontae Adams and Scary Terry. Devontae had a great first week. Second week was like two catches. A little bit weird, but I think he gets back on track. Scary Terry little bit of correlation there with Carson Wentz, so maybe that that cuts some of the Wentz uh, opportunity for Kylan, but uh, they've been spreading the ball around, and Philly's D, like, is it good? I don't know. Tight end. So sorry, given the, the edge to Kylan at wide receiver. Tight end. All right. Hawkinson. On Brett's team against Waller, I'm like not a huge fan of Waller, but he's the number three tight end. For some like if you asked me to guess his rank right now, it would have been like, I don't know, 15, but he's number three. I think that says more about the state of tight ends in this world than it does about Waller. I guess he had a touchdown last game, six for 50 and a touchdown. All right, man. All right. I guess I'm defeated. Hawkinson is just like... What happened to that dude, man? He was all the rage back in the day, and now 3 for 26, 4 for 38. I don't know. I think it could be closer just because, again, I don't love Waller, but I guess I give the edge to Kylan on this one. Mm. Let's go to the flex slot. You got Amon Ra against A.J. Brown. Both looking great. I think Amon Ra is number three overall right now. Um, AJ Brown is had a really strong first game. Second game, not quite as much. I'd have to give the edge to Amon Ra just because I don't think the Eagles need to run it. Uh, excuse me, need to pass it as much. They're they're super run heavy. Detroit like always needs to pass it. Their defense not that great. So giving the edge at flex to Brett. Defense, who gives a fuck? Why do we still have defense? Kicker, who gives a fuck? Why do we have kickers in this league? Although Kylan has Tucker, I guess that's that's good. Um, and then looking at the benches, there's not a lot of big choices for Brett. The biggest one is going to be who he gets in that running back slot, but I don't really foresee him starting any of his other bench players. Um could think about I think Juju has been it's just too spread out in KC um, Kadarius is not playing 
I mean, Michael Carter is kind of like semi-interesting at running back and could be forced into it if both Connor and Kamara are out. But I think his lineup's pretty set. Honestly, the biggest question, now that I'm looking at it, would you consider starting Tannehill against Las Vegas instead of Baker against New Orleans? New Orleans D is like supposed to be good. So I don't know. That that could be an interesting one to monitor. On Kylan's side, uh, there's one one giant question here, and that's Javante. Javante Williams on the bench. So he's playing Gibson over Javante. Interesting. Javante is playing San Francisco, who's got a good run D, and I guess uh, Gibson playing Philly. I don't know. I don't know. I, I foresee Philly is up in that one, so you probably get a little more McKissick coming in for Gibson. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and question that that start right there. I don't know. It's it's a tough call. I could see it Javante working in the split time, but I personally would probably throw Javante in. Other than that, I don't think there's any real choices. Kylan's starting lineup is fucking stacked. So right now ESPN has it 140 for Anus Tart and 122 for Ron Reagan. Um, the way that Ron Reagan wins is A-Raj. He's fucking, he's got to be back, man. He's got to be back. Dalvin Cook has got to have a bounce back game. And then Devontae has to look like he did in week one. Amon Ra continued what he's doing. Um, for Kylan, on the other hand, it's just like these studs just keep doing what they've been doing. And Carson Wentz, I don't know what is going on. Is this real? Or am I dreaming? Dave Matthews reference. Thank you. Uh, Lamar at New England could be sneaky, bad matchup, but I think he's fine. So overall, the the chips are stacked in Anus Tart's favor, but you never know, man, because we start kickers and defenses, and that adds a bunch of randomness to this shit. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. That was my first review. We're going to do weekly matchups. We're going to do... One standout matchup. Bye-bye.